Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm going to talk about a topic that I feel extremely passionate about because I have seen so much change in myself in my family that I've helped with this, friends, members, etc. First and foremost, this is not medical advice. I don't give medical advice. I am a nurse, but that is that. I've been diving deep and doing a lot of certifications and research the past year on the holistic side and holistic health and how to take a more holistic approach, get rid of the Western medicine side. And it's been amazing and interesting unlearning things that I learned in nursing school and relearning things and the why and the root cause. I'm a person who loves to chase the root cause of why. I like to fix problems straight away. What's the root problem? Why is this a problem? Okay, let's get to the root cause, fix it, and move on. And that's how I like to approach my health, my kids' health, everyone around me, if I can help them. I think you should consider it. And there's so many aspects. Well, first in the holistic world, your body is a meridian. Okay, it's all intertwined. It's all connected. Emotions are connected to specific organs. Your mood, everything is so intertwined and connected. It's a meridian. And so today we are talking about nurturing your inner strength. And that has everything to do with supporting your adrenals, how to support your adrenals, how to nurture your inner strength. We're going to go straight in. So I think first we need to talk about how to support your adrenals, but I know you're like, maybe some of you are like, what's an adrenal? So let's go. We're going to drive in. Your adrenals are small but mighty glands. Let me just tell you, they sit at the top of your kidneys, like tiny little hat. Think of it as the top hat to your kidney. However, they have big power. They're very powerful. They are small and mighty, but they help so much. I mean, they kind of orchestrate your hormones. They play a vital role in regulating your body's response to stress through the release of like adrenaline and cortisol and hormones. Okay. So stay with me. Now, how are we going to support them? That's a big question. And I will give you many, many examples, but how do you even know that maybe you have adrenal fatigue or your adrenals are stressed or however you want to word it. How do you know? Well, we live in a really, really fast-paced world. And these tiny little orchestra conductors are very often overworked, undercared for, and it leads to adrenal fatigue. And some of that looks like exhausted all the time. You're cranky and you don't know why. You're doing everything right. You're following your macros. You're getting plenty of sleep. You don't understand why. You just feel drained all the time. Maybe your blood work came back right. All of this stuff. Maybe you're craving salt or sugar specifically. 
Maybe you're sick all the time and you just don't know why nervins are sick. You just don't even understand why. Maybe you have a hormone imbalance all of a sudden and you don't know why either. Maybe you have some hair loss. Hormones and hair loss and adrenal fatigue all go hand in hand. So those are just a few of the symptoms of maybe you have adrenal fatigue. How are we going to support it? I'm going to be very cut dry to the point. Nourishment. You have to nourish your body as a whole. Like I said, you have to face your emotions. Your emotions play so much into your actual health. If you have unreleased emotions and unreleased trauma, unreleased anything, it's going to be stored inside of your body, inside of an organ. Unreleased emotions specifically, uncried tears go hand in hand with your bladder. Unreleased emotions are stored in your bladder. Really interesting. Found that one of the most interesting things I've learned in the holistic world. Say you have like resentment for a male figure in your life. I think this is really cool and really interesting on the Body Meridian and the Chinese Medicine book. If you have resentment towards a male figure in your life, a lot of these people have a lot of right-sided back or shoulder pain. I think that's really interesting. Anyone that I've asked so far who has something wrong with their right side of their backside, right side hip, right side lower back, right side shoulder, neck, all have some sort of a resentment, trauma around a male figure in their life. Really, really cool. You have to feel that. You have to feel it. You have to release it and you have to move on. If you can't feel it and sit in it and then release it and then learn from it and move on with it, you are going to hold it in your body forever and it will manifest in your body, which then will affect your health. Long term, you have to sit with it. Grief, you have to. You have to feel it. You have to go through those or else it will ruin you. So supporting your adrenals, nourishment. You have to eat foods that have vitamins. We have to get off of this high processed food diet because everyone is like, yes, we're all busy. Yes, it's hard to cook and find time and all these things. I get it. And sometimes there's a week where you just have to eat out and I get it. Then they're done it. However, we cannot lack foods rich in vitamins and if you or your diet specifically does lack those vitamins and minerals you need to take a supplement to replace them b vitamins c vitamins magnesium potassium all so so important you need those literally in the holistic and chinese medicine world morning sickness equals magnesium deficiency it's really cool start taking magnesium guess what Guarantee your morning thickness will subside or decrease significantly. The world's walking around magnesium, potassium, B, B vitamin, C, vitamin C deficient. So if those are not on your dailies, you need to be taking those. If you're really good at eating whole foods, leafy greens, think spinach, nuts, uh, fruit, citrus fruits, avocados, avoid the high sugar, avoid the high caffeine. Go listen to my podcast that maybe caffeine is causing your anxiety because it's likely that it is. Caffeine, high sugar, increases. It spikes that cortisol level straight up. And when that cortisol level is spiked, your adrenals are stressed out. So 
how can we fix this, Jen? Well, a little gentle detox. When you're in the herbal side, the holistic side, less is more. So you have to start small and you work up. Less is more. You have to incorporate things like hydration is the easiest, cheapest, most free way to detox your body. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Minimum 90 ounces of water a day. If you drink a lot of caffeine, minimum a gallon of water a day. If you still feel off, like I've said in one of my podcasts, consider adding electrolytes to replace that. Not the sugary ones. Get a sugar-free electrolyte and include that in your hydration. You need to eat anti-inflammatory foods. Chicken, like white meat is the least inflammatory. I'm, I'm a red meat lover too. I eat both, about 50-50, both. Um, but maybe the red meat is inflaming your gut. And so white meat, always choose the white meat if that's something that, you know, your stomach hurts you bloat. Likely it's not even the meat that's bothering you. Likely if you have bloat after you eat, it's because you have a candida issue in your stomach. And if that's you, you can message me and we'll talk about it. But you can use an herb like ashwagandha. Amazing to support adrenal health and help detox it a little bit, help lower that cortisol level and let your body find its balance and harmony. And then you're going to feel a lot better. So ashwagandha, we have it in our Fit Factory, the VIP supplement. And I've been taking it. John has been taking it. I've suggested it to so many friends and family. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is life changing. And it's just an herb. It's just an herb. And it, think of it as helps calm your nervous system, helps calm that cortisol level. And you can sleep better with it. I take it before bed. Johnny takes it in the morning. He likes it. It just kind of makes him feel less on edge. And it's really, really good for those who maybe have some anxiety or those who just have a lot of stress in their life and need something. Ashwagandha is the best one to start with, truthfully. Improving your adrenal health. Well, basil, like things you can cook with, things you can add to your daily. They have basil herbs, like just take the cap of basil. You can do mindfulness, like that is so, so important. Meditation, yoga, stretching. I love I love to stretch after I've been doing it for a month straight before bed, about five, 10 minutes, whatever I can. Some days it's one minute, two minutes. Some days it's no minutes. Some days it's 10 or 15. Whatever I have time for, I do it because it makes me feel better. And I think about nothing. I just deep, very loudly, audible exhale, like big inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, stretch before I go to bed. And that is some of the best mindful, intentional sleep and relaxation that I get. And it changes. It truly has changed me in the last month. I feel decompressed. I feel great going into bed. I feel like better when I'm waking up, less puffy in my face and my body because it feels swollen when I'm waking up. Mindfulness. You have to be mindful. Our world is so, so fast. Peace. So go, 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 stop. Give yourself a couple minutes to chill. Because if you're wondering, like, why do I have anxiety? Why do I have panic attacks? Why do I have um, all of this stuff, adrenal fatigue? Why am I feeling lethargic and tired and ran down? It's because we are running ourselves down. I am also guilty of this. And it's so easy to do. 
And all you have to do is be mindful and intentional and get your health back. Face those emotions, grab some herbs, eat a little bit better, just a little better. Hydrate, be intentional about stretching, deep breathing. Even when you're driving, if you can practice deep breathing, like in through your nose, out through your mouth, do it while you're driving and just chilling. It will help you. I promise you, it will help you. How can it help you overall? Well, it's going to help your immune system. You're going to likely stabilize your mood and your weight. Again, those go hand in hand. Um, you are going to feel more balanced. You may feel a little bit more energy. Overall, you're going to feel better. If you're constantly feeling rain down, struggling, whatever, your adrenals are stressed. Do the things I said above and you're going to feel much better. Even if it's 1% better than yesterday, it's all we ask. Like Addie, for example, kids can have this too. Addie has been so stressed this week. She had some tests. She's had some, you know, issues with some friends. She's been super stressed out, kind of kind of burned out right now at school, which I think is normal getting closer to Christmas break. But she has just been off. And I finally, after all week of asking her, what is wrong of her getting in trouble, which is not like her, putting things off, not doing great? I'm like, what's wrong? And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, this girl's stressed. Her adrenals are fatigued. She's like, I feel tired. My body hurts. I just feel off. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm teaching my kids to be very in tune with their body and know their body because if they don't know their body, then they're going to have a hard life and they have to be in tune with themselves more than anything. And we've just been sitting there and like deep breathing and I'll say, close your eyes, meditate for a few minutes. And I, f- I found the difference. She used to do that before one of her sports. She had to sit and meditate for two minutes before they started. And they would be, you know, two minutes. You have some kids to sit there in a loud room for two minutes and meditate. And what it was, was she was doing that at least twice a week. And then we went to not doing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I've been having her do it again, like on her drive home. Close your eyes. And I want you to deep breathe. And I want you to think about your day and throw away any bad thoughts and think about the good ones. And the bad ones don't matter. If you got a bad grade, it doesn't matter. I want you to think about what your night looks like. And just, you know, giving her like a little talk through with it. And once I did it for the first few times, I was like, okay, I want you to get your thoughts together and you're going to breathe for a little bit on the way home. And she has been the last two days doing that in such a better place. She's like, I feel good. I feel energized. It's wild what two minutes can do for your whole day. So, don't do it while you're driving and close your eyes. But you can do the deep breath. You can think about the things. You can even sit and while you're deep breathing and exhale, think about what you're grateful for. A grateful mind cannot be an anxious mind simultaneously. You can't be anxious and grateful at the same time. Science literally proves it. You can't be both. So you can't feel anxiousness if you're sitting here thinking about all the things you're blessed with currently. So deep breathe. Think about what you have instead of what you don't have or maybe what you've lost. I know it's hard. I know it sucks to lose things, to lose people. But you have to also not lose sight of 
what's right in front of you and those people who love you that are right in front of you. It's hard. I get it. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit. The strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become top notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top notch self. And that kind of changes to the next topic is life changing effects. How does your life change your adrenal system? Well, whenever we are going through a life crisis, whatever it is, a job change, death in the family, um, traumatic event, it completely disrupts your adrenals. Completely. And there's ways to support it. But when your adrenals are stressed out because you just had some sort of a traumatic event, a stress response, um, your adrenals are going into action. Think that. They're like going into war because your body's releasing this cortisol to help cope with this immediate stress response of trauma, whatever happened. So your your body is like cortisol dumping to help process this. And now your adrenals are like in overdrive and they're needing to gear up for this fight that your body is about to go through. And so if you are in this mode of fight or flight for more than six months to a year, your adrenals are like SOS hell. I've been on a deserted island. And you have to work with your body and your health mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually after trauma to get yourself back. It's not just going to happen one day. You're not just going to wake up one day and be like, well, I'm better. That's not how that works. And especially not with your body. So yes, you might be in the deep, dark trenches of this grief or trauma or pain or whatever it is you're going through. You might be sitting in that for six months, a year plus. Some people are sitting in it for 15 years of grief. But listen, you always sit there if you allow yourself to. And you, just because you pick yourself up and you put your health as a priority doesn't mean you aren't allowed to grieve that person. Doesn't mean you moved on from that person or whatever that looks like. That just means that you love that person enough. Maybe they're, maybe lost them. Maybe they died. Maybe, uh, when I say lost them, maybe like they're no longer part of your life, but still living. Or maybe they passed away. Or maybe you lost a job. Whatever it is, you can sit and grieve this old life that you had. Or you can say, I love myself enough to make sure my health is a priority. And I know the people that are around me still today present and who love me and support me are priority enough that I can't sit here forever. So how are you going to do it? How are you going to work through this cortisol dump, fight or flight mode and support your adrenals just to feel one person better than yesterday? Well, you are going to talk about it. Talking about your emotions and how you feel is the number one way to heal yourself. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care who it's with. Go talk to somebody. 
I don't know why we have this stigma around counselors and therapists, but it needs to just go in the trash because counselors and therapists and just a person to talk to is one of the most healing things that you could ever do for yourself. Find someone you trust who is a good listener, who will give you constructive criticism back or good ideas, who maybe is a biased opinion to the topic that you need to talk about, and talk. Go hire a therapist. Go talk to somebody because if you are holding it in, there's no way that you can sit in it, feel it, release it, move on. When you say move on, it doesn't mean like, don't think about it again because you likely will think about it for the rest of your life. But you can think about it in a good way or a bad way. You can talk about it. You have to. You have to feel it. It's hard to feel those hard emotions, but you have to. Because with prolonged stress, cortisol levels may remain unnaturally high. And then they're going to lead to adrenal burnout where the body then can't even maintain normal. And that's when you start getting sick. And that's when you start getting all of this bad stuff starts happening to your body. Because remember at the very beginning, I said your body holds and stores emotions. Maybe when you were six years old, you fell off your bike and no one was there to hug you and kiss you and tell you it's okay. Maybe for some reason that stuck in your body. And maybe you still think about it and you don't know why. Feel it. Feel it. Sit in it. Talk about it and release it. Because if you don't, you will keep it forever and it will affect you in some way. And then you'll be more susceptible to illness. And then being more susceptible to illness, and then you're getting this illness. And now you're in this literally, this turning hamster wheel of adrenal pressure, adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout. And how do you get off? How do you get off whenever you're there? It's really, really hard. So help yourself now while you're ahead. Your emotional turbulence, your stressors. So if you are emotionally stressed, you feel like you're in this deep turbulence of emotions, you don't know, maybe grief, maybe job loss, maybe friend loss, maybe literally whatever it is, everyone has something, you're in it. You are don't know how to get out of it. And then you start eating bad. Maybe it leads to substance abuse, bad mental thought. All of it affects you. everything in your body. Do something about it. You have to seek support. You have to establish a routine. You have to have mindful practices. You have to have good sleep, six to eight hours a night. You cannot reset your cortisol rhythm without at least six to eight hours of sleep a night in deep sleep. When I said establish a routine, you have to have structure. You have to Our bodies are meant to have a routine. They are meant to have a schedule, structure, predictability. It is soothing. It reduces stress levels. Just like you say, oh, my kids, they thrive in structure. So do we as adults. We thrive in structure. We love to know what happens next. You have to have all of these things to support yourself. Because if you can't support yourself, how the heck are you going to support anybody else? How the heck are you going to take care of your kid or love your husband or your significant other well if you can't love you well? Are you ready to take action or are you ready to sit? Because those who sit will stay seated 
Those who move will constantly move. You get to choose. It's entirely up to you. But daily movement, daily walking, daily fueling your body with water, literally water, fueling yourself with herbs and vitamins, fueling yourself with food that is not processed are all key steps on how to help adrenal fatigue. Ashwagandha, easiest herb to just grab. Step one to make yourself feel better. Don't take it if you're pregnant breastfeeding. Obviously, it says it on the bottle. But again, none of that is medical advice. But what I've seen works for people. Food, like what you're putting in your body literally makes or breaks it. You're pumping yourself with caffeine and then you grab something sweet and sugary at the gas station too. Or you do this and it just leads to this never-ending, like I said, hamster wheel. How do you get off? When do you jump off? It's scary because you're used to it and it's normal and it's what you know. But the minute you jump off, the scary leap, man, it's life-changing. So now I want to talk about how lifting weights in your adrenals go hand in hand. When you engage in moderate, consistent weightlifting with me, it's literally what my workouts are. You're going to increase your body's metabolism. And by doing that, you're helping and increasing your ability to handle stress. Remember, balance is key. Overtraining, overworking out, overrunning will strain your adrenals. You have to find the balance. My workouts, the daily workout, maybe you add one bonus a day. Do you love it? You don't have to. That is perfect balance as long as you're giving me 110 percent during that that's great do you need to go run 10 miles a day no if you do consider dialing back because you are probably in adrenal fatigue because you're overtrained and then now you're going to have a hard time finding that weight balance on decreasing your body fat increasing your muscle if you're there and you're an overtrainer and you can't seem to gain muscle think about it you're dumping your cortisol, your body's in flight or flight. You're not fueling yourself properly. You're not sleeping properly. And now your cortisols are stretched, your, your cortisol levels are sky high and your adrenals are stressed out. So overtraining is just as harmful as undertraining. I'm full podcast on it. Not about the adrenal side of it, but how and why. So important. You have to find balance on everything. Everything needs balance. Everybody needs balance. Remember the sleep? Six to eight hours, like crucial. You have to have that. You have to have that regulation of your cortisol levels. When you're sleeping, it helps regulate and repair your body. And if you're getting four hours because you can't turn off the Netflix show, or if you're like me, you get four hours because you can't stop working, or then by then you fall asleep and then your baby wakes up. You only get four hours. Guess what? I'm in adrenal fatigue right now. I know I am. I know my adrenals are stressed and wacky. And it's a season of my life that I'm in. And I'm trying to support them in every other way that I can because I know we're lacking in the sleep department. So I'm trying to find balance with my workouts. I'm trying to fuel my body properly with food and water and herbs and all the good vitamins for me. And I'm trying to do everything because I know the one department of the sleep is going to be lacking for a little while longer. 
But once we get there, I should be thriving. But I'm helping myself in every other way possible. So I just want you to know, think of helping your adrenals as like tending to a garden. You have to fuel it properly with the right nutrients. You have to give it love. You have to give it grace and time. Uh, Less is more. And your body loves balance. So if you feel very um, called to this episode, if you feel like I talked to you and I, I was speaking straight to your soul about feeling burnt out and fatigued, Maybe you went through trauma and you just don't understand why you've gained all this weight and all of this stuff. So much happens to your body through emotion and not taking care of it in a way of things that you didn't really necessarily know you need to take care of. Practice it. Talking to somebody, okay, counseling, support groups, a friend, therapist, anybody, talk about it. Feel it. Release it. Establish a routine. Be mindful. Like I said, deep breathing, even if it's a minute while you're washing the dishes. Anything. Go stand in your closet and deep breathe for two minutes if you can. Help your kids do it too. Maybe they're stressed and you're like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why are you acting like a monkey? And you're bouncing up the walls. They're probably just stressed out and they just need you to help regulate them. Sleep. Herbs. Support your body with hydration, herbs, food. Stop stopping at Wendy's all the time. I love you guys. Help yourself so you can go love your people stronger, better, deeper. You're strong. You're powerful. You're worthy. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.